Welcome into the Hodges Huddle. I'm your host, Nathan Long. I'm joined today by Tyler Viso, Jake Barty, and Ronald Riggs. How are y'all doing today, gentlemen? I'm feeling great. Can't complain. Can't doing complain. good? You know, Jake, you give me that can't complain every week, and uh, I mean, I'm you just, just can't complain. I, just, it's I, almost can't it's complain. midterm week. It's the vibe. <laughs> um, so this podcast is kind of going to be a general all-around LSU sports podcast. We're going to talk about a lot about basketball, baseball, and we're going to talk a little bit about other sports as well. Uh, we're going to start with the most disappointing team on this list, and that'll be LSU basketball. LSU basketball is currently sitting at nine and six in the conference, fourteen and eight overall. Um, after going on a great run, defeating Tennessee and Auburn, they have lost back-to-back games to Georgia and Arkansas. They are still in good shape, though, to get a double uh, double buy in the SEC tournament. And what did you say they have? Bracketology has them at right now, Tyler. They have them as a nine seed. I'd rather them drop one in the Illinois bracket. I think I don't remember who they were playing, but they they were a nine seed. So yeah, I'd much rather they drop to a ten seed. You can't play the one. Okay. Well, at the time of recording, the uh, Vanderbilt game is set to tip off in about uh, a little over an hour. Um, how important is it for LSU to win these next two games before the SEC tournament? I'll start with Ronald. So, like, it's super huge because back about two weeks ago, a week ago, they beat Tennessee, which is the high of the year. It's like, oh, my gosh, LSU finally turned around. They get Darius Days back. And then they just lose two in a row to teams that you really should not lose to. I mean, no. Arkansas is right. You already beat. You already beat Arkansas. Yeah, though. it blew, embarrassed Arkansas, and they just lose two in a row. Like it's, I don't, I don't know what's going on with this team. Jake, I think the fact that this team has been so hot and cold at different points of the season, these last two games are imperative for them to win, because, like you said, these are the last two games of the regular season. We need to be going into any tournaments that we may find ourselves in in hot form mm-hmm. and these last two games should be ones that we win Vanderbilt especially I've taken notes from last season but please God <laughs> we need to win these last two games if we lose to Vanderbilt we're done it's over I'm just throwing in the towel mentally. <laughs> Tyler I think overall the most important thing right now is getting the double buy in the SEC tournament like you gotta win either Vanderbilt or Missouri you should win tonight, but who knows mm-hmm. what's really going to happen. This team is just so hot and cold, like Jake said. And you can't rely on Cam Thomas to make every shot because there's just going to be some point when he's the shots aren't going to fall. That's just basketball. And our offensive rebounding and stuff like that. And the Arkansas game, I mean, you were up. You were up by nine at one point. You played good you, a whole half. Basically. You played good a whole half, and then all of a sudden it just came tumbling down, and LSU had no response. They couldn't do anything offensively anymore, and they got so stagnant, and it was over. Yeah, it was It was not a very fun game to watch. Um, you know, in the preview pod this year, uh, me and Ronald were talking about how this team could be anything from, you know, making a, a, a run in March Madness to missing the tournament. Well, it's looking like that might actually happen. Um, so given that we did have that expectation that it could happen, how disappointing is this, Ronald? For me, it's not really that disappointing because all season long, like, they've showed you, like, how low, like, they can be. So for me, it's really not that disappointing. But, I mean, it does suck that, like, this is what they're doing, like, so late when they have to win these games. Mm-hmm. Jake, how disappointing was Honestly, that? Ronald kind of said it for me. I think – as you said, like we've seen how low this team can be. We've seen how high this team can be against victories, or with victories against like Tennessee. And they almost uh, beat Texas Tech, so you have like exactly. other games where they should have won. And it's just, 
I don't know. My expectations haven't really changed this season as it's progressed. I mean, when we're hot, we're hot. When we're cold, it's evident. Um, really, I didn't see my sights on like Final Four. I was just hoping that I would end this season proud of the team that I've been covering. Mm-hmm. Jake or uh, Tyler, sorry. Overall, I think it's just it's super. It's kind of super disappointing to me because the team you returned was a pretty solid team. And then you bring in a guy like Cam Thomas and you bring in some of those guys that you don't really play. I mean, they don't really play any of those guys really. Like Josh Gray, Jalen Cook, those guys don't even play. Yeah. And this team will go down as a disappointment in the sense that the the shoulda, woulda, coulda aspect of it of you could have beat Texas Tech, you could have beat Arkansas again. Uh, you probably wouldn't have won any of the Alabama games, but I'm sure there's more to come in the SEC tournament, maybe if we make March Madness. But the best news I have for this team is that March Madness, is, they call it March Madness for a reason. And if this team gets hot, then I think that they're they're good enough to make a run. It's just that they're so inconsistent with the way they play the game. Yeah. You can't make any predictions with them, really. There's a reason it's like, what, nine quintillion to win a bracket? Because things like that can happen. It's that they, they don't call it March Madness for no reason. Yeah. As long as they get to the tournament, there's a chance for them to meet expectations. Um, but if they don't, even though I considered it a possibility, it wasn't my most likely possibility, so I would still consider it pretty disappointing of a season, especially when you lose one guy this year. You lose one guy. I mean, granted, Skylar Mays is one of the best leaders, in in terms of leadership, one of the best leaders in LSU history. Um, so you lose him, that hurts, but you have so many great guys that you still have on this team. Um, and to not even make the tournament if they do that, that is absolutely miserable. With this team, though, I think the biggest problem, and we kind of all agree with, I think we all agree with this, is the defense. 100%. Um, it has been so abysmal for most of the year. They've had their points. First half versus Texas Tech sticks out. The entire game against Tennessee, the, the game against Arkansas, the first game against Arkansas, I mean. There have been moments of defensive uh, excellence. But uh, at most points, it's pretty bad. Uh, Ronald, what's what do you think is exactly wrong with the defense? Is it bad rotation? Is it just lack of talent? Honestly, I think it's more of an effort thing than anything because a lot of times you can just see these guys like get demoralized sometimes. Like if another team just drains a three, like they don't come back on defense the next series and like they're not ready to like get up on the guys. Like, you know, it's kind of like they're playing off and like saying like, all right, let them shoot. We'll get the board then. Like it's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Jake? I definitely wouldn't say that quality is the reason for all this because I'm alluding to the Tennessee game a lot, but we played really good defense against Tennessee. For the entire game, too. It wasn't just like a Start to finish. Half thing. Yeah. Really good defense. So I don't think it's a matter of quality. I would have to agree with Ronald. Maybe it's an effort thing. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to just think that it's matchup specific because, I mean, you're – college basketball like your your role in this university is to like be the best possible player Mm -hmm. so I feel like matchups a little bit of a cop-out of an answer but I think that may have something to do with it I I would definitely say effort is the umbrella statement I say with Alabama matchup definitely plays a big role they are Mm -hmm. just an awful matchup for Bama a team that can shoot threes even even contested threes I mean which we don't even do very well anyway but even when they are contested, Alabama's knocking them down. So it definitely has some matchups uh, that cause issues. Tyler? Yeah, I think Jake said it best with just effort. I mean, some like they. I remember I covered the Auburn game, 
And one of the best things about Auburn's team was that their transition offense was the best in the SEC. So they didn't fool around when it came to inbounding the ball. They would run it up the court, and they would try to take quick shots on you. And we beat them so bad. So mm-hmm. it's just like, so what, what do you actually want to do? Do you want to play defense, or do you want to let them shoot open threes? And also, I'm looking at the bracketology right now. So LSU is a nine seed up against San Diego State. Uh, Illinois is the one seed. Houston's the three seed. Alabama's the two seed. So that's who you would. That's who they think. Alabama's in right. our bracket. Alabama's in our bracket. Oh no! no so no, that's no, that's we where we're well, at. Well, then right I, now. I said I wanted to be a, two, a ten seed. Never mind. I'd ra- I'd much rather face Illinois <laughs> than I would Bama. Um, yeah, I I agree with kind of everything y'all said, especially the effort point. For them, they just at points they just look like they're not even trying. Uh. And, you know, not everybody. I think Javante Smart always tries. I think he's the one guy on the team that I never see just relax. Um, Darius Days also is a guy who does try a lot more than everyone else. Yeah, I mean, it's no, like, real coincidence that, like, you know, the oldest guys are the ones that, you know, put in the most effort. They definitely don't stick out in the wrong ways whenever you're watching them play. I just think that their mentoring is the problem. I think that Javante and Darius Days get down – and they 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 play gritty basketball like get back on defense, but they're not mentoring those guys like Cam Thomas to get back on defense, like um, Trenton Wofford. He's he's old. He's just as old as them, and he doesn't do it. I just, I don't know what his problem is. But overall, you got to be a mentor to the younger guys to prove to them that they got to play better. Like also another key is um. Does anybody know when Sharif O'Neal's coming back? I don't know. But um, I don't know how much of a role he will play when he comes back. I think he will get minutes because he was starting to get minutes before he got hurt. He can rebound. That's his thing. He can yeah. rebound. He yeah, can't shoot. You could do lineups with him in Darius Days and, and feel much better about your, your rebounding. As Currently well. on the team, we only have two players that are averaging like seven or more rebounds. Yeah, we are not we are not a good rebounding team. And, and you know, aside from free throws, allowing offensive rebounds, or like missing free throws, aside from that uh, – Allowing offensive rebounds is the worst thing to me. I hate it so much. We need a Steven Adams. Because it's just like it's just like free throws. Like with free throws, it's one of the most basic things. Go practice for a day. With with, you know, rebounding, it doesn't matter how big you are. Just learn to box out. I mean, you see Josh Hart with the Pelicans get eight a game. Six you think he's doing that because he's cause he's six five? No. He's doing that because he knows how to box out well. And so does Steven Adams, so it allows him to get some good ones. All right, with this team. What is your prediction right now how their season will end? Will they lose tonight and basically guarantee their season's over? Will they make a run in the SEC tournament? Will they make a run in the in March Madness, Ronald? <sighs> it's really hard to tell with this team, but I'm going to put faith in them, and I'm going to say that they're going to close out this season strong, win these last two games, get into the SEC tournament. Whatever happens there happens there, and get to the big dance. Jake? Kind of have to agree with Ronald here. I think I hate that even a little part of my brain is saying that we might lose against Vanderbilt tonight. Uh, but I'm hoping that we don't repeat what happened last season and we close out strong. Mm-hmm. And I just hope that we can be the team that we know that LSU basketball can be in these coming tournaments. Tyler? I kind of think that I think they'll win. I think they'll win tonight. I think they'll probably end up losing to Missouri. I agree. You'll with take that. the double buy. You'll probably you might win one in the tournament, depend the SEC tournament, depending on the draw. And then 
depending on where we are in the brackets differs my opinion because if we're like an eight or a nine seed we're getting bounced like quick Second round and if we're a seven or a ten i think it, i could smell an upset there i could definitely smell an upset there but we get bounced next round mm-hmm. i don't see us leaving the round of 32 if anything else happens then we then we just got hot at the right time i mean that's all i could say i basically 100 percent agree with you i think you went you beat vanderbilt you lose to missouri you maybe win one game in the sec tournament you get in as like a 10 seed get past the first round and then get bounced in the second round. That's that's kind of where I'm at. And you know what? I hope I'm wrong. I hope they do uh, Loyola, what Loyola did a couple years ago, and just go on a run. I'd uh, love to. I'd love, I'd love a good miracle. That's what they, man, March the Madness. I, I, anything can happen, really. It's just the fact that, you know, if you're being realistic of, like, who you end up playing, I mean, I don't, I don't know if they can do it. It's, mm-hmm. a, tough, it's a tough thing for this team. And, there, and anybody who's ever, who's ever played basketball knows sometimes your shots are just falling. And sometimes they're not. If those their shots start falling, the other teams don't. Then yeah, they could make a run. Um, but we will move on from basketball and go to a less disappointing team. One team that has been pretty stellar so far this year, aside from one little slip up. LSU baseball is currently sitting at six and one on the season at the time of recording, with the only loss coming against the Air Force Academy. Uh, we couldn't lose. We we couldn't beat them twice. It would prove we hate the troops. So we had to we had to give them one for free. Thank the troops. Yeah, <laughs> they are currently sitting at 11th in the rankings behind teams they really shouldn't be behind, like Texas Tech and Miami. Uh, we already did a podcast on LSU baseball, and we've talked about it on evidence uh, on out of bounds. So we won't take too much of their time on this. Um, what are y'all's early thoughts on this team so far, Ronald? Pretty much um, everything I thought they would be in the off season. That's what they are. Uh, I thought they were going to be dominant and, you know, play really good, and that's what they're doing. Jake? I would say I've been relatively impressed. I'd say actually very impressed, especially with some of the freshmen that have come in. Um, we'll get to them in a little bit, I assume, but I very encouraging signs from some of the new players. Tyler? Overall, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Baseball feels baseball feels back. Yeah. It feels beautiful. And – I mean, you look at last year's team when they were super disappointing to now I feel amazing about mm-hmm. baseball right now. It makes me feel a little bit better about it because basketball's not doing great and I expected more from basketball than baseball. Right now my expectations are high and I'm loving it. See, Ronald, you said you expected them to dominate. I did not, so credit to you for actually seeing that. I was like, nah, they're gonna be terrible at hitting. I don't care if they bring in Dylan Cruz and, and Trey Morgan. It's not going to change anything. Cade Doughty's, eh, you know. But I have been shocked, uh, especially with the hitting, which is where we'll start. Um, hitting in previous years have been super disappointing, to say the least. Uh, however, I mean, I think it's been disappointing since, like, 2017. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you had uh, Brother Martin great Greg, Greg, Greg Dykeman, and, you know, as soon as you get another Brother Martin guy. Green laser. Starts, starts over again. So that's how it works. Uh, you only st- you only keep recruiting Brother Martin. They had Josh Smith too. That's Catholic high for me. Hey, so there you go. I there you go. Anything day. from Opelousas Catholic. Uh, he plays at Southeastern. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You know that's where Parker Edwards got his start for basketball. <laughs> so you know, got to start somewhere. Um, but for the hitting this year, I think we can all say it's been amazing. They're averaging two home runs a game. What are your thoughts on the hitting so far, Ronald? Yeah, uh, like you said. 
past years the team would start off so like cold hitting and this year like the bats are all heating up we, mm-hmm. we're averaging what two home runs a game two home runs yeah that is that that's is crazy really the stat good. for the stat for you that'll give you is right now in the country i don't know how many teams are on college baseball i know that there's more than any other ones we are sixth in the country in home runs right now that's crazy wow and the only i think we're only trailing south carolina south carolina has more homes home runs than us so we're second in the sec in home runs we're that good South good. Carolina has more home runs than us. I Who know have they Dude, played. They, um, probably some no like teams. East Carolina. Or something. Yeah, yeah they played like some no name teams. Southwest Carolina State University. North yeah. Carolina AT and T or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thoughts on the batting, Jake? I mean, clearly it's a step up from the last few seasons. I mean, you said averaging two home runs a game. That's you said sixth overall in the country for home runs. That's. I mean, the stats speak for themselves. It's impressive to think that literally, like, the team came out swinging. Yeah, and, you know, this is an offensive sport now. Baseball gets more and more offensive. Um, so games are are won off your hitting. And when you're hitting as good as LSU, you're going to win a lot of games. Uh, Tyler, your thoughts on the hitting? So overall, like I already said, six and home runs. We're trying to bring back the old 90s gorilla ball, which I love. I mean, who doesn't love home runs? My other stat that I'm going to give you was so last season, LSU was dead last in the SEC in their hitting percentage. This year, they're third, as of right now, they're third in the SEC and they're 34th in the country. This team likes to swing the bat and they're doing it really well. Now, I, I don't understand the quality of opponents not there, but just the aggressiveness at the plate is very promising to when we get an SEC play. You're telling me Nichols State isn't Vanderbilt? Huh. Or like, <laughs> um, you know that the the top four teams in the country right now are all SEC teams, right? Really? Because I knew f- Ole Miss lost. How far did they drop? Oh, uh, they dropped down to number two. I think it was like are you Mississippi. Serious? Like are Mississippi you State. serious? Oh, dude, baseball baseball is a very forgiving sport in rankings. Yeah, it, Texas is like fifteenth right now, and they started the season zero and three, and they're three and four last time I checked. What the baseball's a forgiving sport in rankings, like midweek games. Maybe they don't, don't care. They don't yeah. matter. That's how UL Lafayette got number one for, like, the whole year back in 2014. They just playing, like, Troy and Jackson State <laughs> the whole time. Don't ever see yeah. Troy again. <laughs> Maybe that's what we should do for now on is just schedule nothing but midweek opponents, basically. Uh, get rid of those weekend series. We don't need to play anybody in the SEC. We can go independent like Notre Dame. Um, let's go to the other side of the ball. Um, the pitching, I think, has also been a pleasant surprise for me as well. Uh, the starting rotation of Jaden Hill, A.J. Labus, and Landon Marceau has been very good. Uh, what are your thoughts on the pitching so far, Alm? Yeah, Jaden Hill, he's really impressed me. Like, he's played great in every game he's pitched so far. Uh, Landon Marceau, his last game, he had, what, 10 strikeouts? 10 strikeouts, yep. Yeah. And A.J. Labus, uh, it's... He's definitely the weakest. Yeah, it, it's by far he's the weakest one, but I don't want to say he's bad. No, the he's weakest not. of the three, of three amazing pitchers. Yes, yeah, yeah I would take bad. that. Yeah, they, they, the three of them combined for 20 strikeouts. This, this, I mean, Landon had 10. Oh, yeah, so. they're, they're impressive. Land, I mean, I, that, was the, that was the most fun part, honestly, of the Nichols game I covered was just watching Marceau just totally dominate. It was, it was insane. I mean, I would say all three of these pitchers are pretty solid, and to have one be relatively the weak link, Given the quality that's across the board, I would certainly take that. They've been really, really good so far. Tyler, so I got I got some more stats for you. I did a, oh I did my, my research. Lord. You're doing today. a lot of oh research boy. today. Your boy did some Making research me look today. Bad. So, <laughs> so Landon Marceau is tied for number one in the country. 
because he has a 0.00 ERA. Yeah. So and he, he only allowed two unearned runs. And then Hill and Marceau are top 25 in walks plus hits per innings pitched. So his, their whip is both top 25 in the country. And the crazy thing to me that really gets me the most is that Labus is your worst. Okay, so Labus of the three is number three, right? Mm-hmm. And he's your Sunday guy and whatever. But then look at your bullpen. I mean, Beck, he got number eight. That means he's a leader. That means he's a good one. Your closer is Fontenot. He's been there forever. Yeah. And, there, and then Alex Brady came in against um, Youngstown State, closed that one out. I mean, like, the 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 pitching runs deep. And, and you're, it, for, you're forgetting Ronald's best friend, Javon Coleman. <laughs> oh, yeah, he loves Javon Coleman. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Dude, he's a dog, but he's probably going to pitch midweek games. But we go so deep that we're so good. Yeah. And that's he, what you love He's going to gonna be a guy come, you know, like, later in the because season. He's going to be a great relief pitcher. No, because when it comes down to Omaha – Whenever you get into those, whenever you're playing almost every other day and you get down to that, you need that fourth pitcher yeah. to really get you over the hump to win some of those games. And if he comes down to it, I, th- I trust him the most. I believe that he could yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's really important because um, 2017, Lang Poche, Walker was hurt. Everybody was already pitched, so you had to, like, get, what was his name? Uh, Russ Carter? Reynolds. Yeah, Reynolds. Like, uh, yeah, you have to, Gilbert. You have, you have to pitch those guys against Florida. Number one team. Yeah. Exactly. You know, they had run out of pitchers at that point, too. So it's uh, kind of the battle uh, of the. Uh, I don't hey, talk Brady about it. Singer was dealing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, that, Brady that Singer was dealing. That one still hurts. That's a especially one. when you come back. You know, you lose. It was the Oregon State early in the tournament. You come back and oh. you're on a run. Oof. That one hurt. Man, that one bad. hurt. That one real. That was really. That one I hurt. Oregon. Yeah. I hate Oregon State. By Dude, the way, same. oh yeah, they beat us the year after. That. Yeah, they beat they us. They beat the us in regionals. We didn't even. We didn't even host. They destroyed us. Oh. And then they ended up winning sometimes. against Arkansas because their infielder doesn't know how to make a play. Wait, yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> yep. I remember that too. Good time. Dude, baseball's a fun sport. I was yep. in Disney World watching that happen at a, at a sports bar. I was like, what did Dude, you just do? Baseball, for some oddball reason, can get exciting for all of a sudden. And I remember when we were watching the Youngstown State game. Nothing always makes me laugh more when outfielders collide. <laughs> and, and I tweeted, because like, there were the Youngstown State Penguins, and I tweeted, uh, two Penguins collide. And like, I was just like, you got to make baseball a little bit exciting. But when things like that happen, the crowd, especially with Alex Box, it gets up, and it is fun. Yeah. It's crazy like how that keeps happening, because all you have to do is just call it off. And Yeah, I've never, like, I, I ne- when I played baseball, I never ran into another outfielder, because, you know, you just call it. It's not that difficult. Just get out of the way. It's all because we're all we're all mass communication people. We've always we've been loud our whole lives. Exactly, so, I mean, we've we're been always good communicating. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, we we mentioned on our podcast last week. Um, we had we had concerns regarding the left side of the infield. Um, have those concerns been cooled a little bit um, this weekend, Ronald? I would say based off of the last game, yes. But I mean, then again, that's like. A thing of look of who you're playing. Yeah. Like when when you look at it that way. So I mean, I want to say for now, yes, but it's I still felt, something. I felt a little bit more comfortable with Jordan yeah. Thompson at third base. Yes. Um, and I think, I think, they're okay. I I do still really worry. Uh, Tyler, I personally. Thompson's bat will keep him in the lineup till he till he decides he wants to cool off. He hasn't cooled off yet. He's been white hot. So I think him, Zach Arnold, I don't know. He's not bad. He can hit a, he can do pretty decent hitting. Uh I think that I think that Thompson's I think Thompson's gonna solidify his spot here in a minute. I mean his bat's I don't too think hot. he loses it. Uh, I don't think he loses it either. Yeah. Who, who I mean I just don't know who else who else are we looking at? You guys got anybody else? I can't else? even remember the guy who did two errors. He already 
Oh, he's done. He's done. You don't think two arrows. He's in the like... doghouse. Dude, Thompson's bat's too hot. You can't keep that guy off the lineup. Mm-hmm. He's seeing the ball too well for a freshman. I mean, he's he's good enough to win. So, hey, keep him in. I'm okay with the left side of the field personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jake, you good or not good about the left side of the field? I would have to agree with Ronald. It's good enough right now, but I think we need to see down the line. I'd give a better answer then. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, you know, I forgot who mentioned it earlier, but uh, it was Jake. Uh, the freshmen yes. have been huge for this team. Trey Morgan, Javen Coleman, Dylan Cruz, to name a few. There's a couple more. Um, of of those and any others you may believe, who has had the biggest impact, Ronald? For me, it's Trey Morgan, and that's because not only can he hit the ball well, but his defense is so good. Like he's it's, it's he's easily the most athletic player on the team, and his defense is just so good. And mm-hmm. he makes every play he makes look easy. Tyler. Oh, dude, I don't know. You kind of. Dude, Trey Morgan or Dylan Cruz? I'm going to say Trey Morgan. I think overall, I think that Dylan Cruz, uh, first of all, I don't think Dylan Cruz should have ever been on a college campus. Do you all agree with that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he definitely should have gone he was straight a, to He was first. supposed to be a first-rounder, yeah. and he pulled his name out to come to LSU. So I know he's that good, but I think Trey Morgan and his ability, he's got that, he chokes up on the bat, and he's got that fast swing, and his reflexes. I mean, Paul Maneri said it best when he said, that guy could have played shortstop for us. Yeah, He's good enough to play shortstop, but they needed him at first base, and he took it on to a tee, and now look, I mean, he— in that one inning, I forgot what game it was. He made three straight amazing plays. Yeah. He dug one out, he caught a high ground ball, and then he bent back and caught a foul ball. That one was nuts. That one was one of the most insane. He's plays. so that good. That better have been He's on so Sports, Sports Center top ten. That was awesome. Uh, Jake, Trey yeah. Morgan, Javen Coleman, Dylan Cruz, any others? Who's uh, your? For me, it's definitely Trey Morgan. I'm in agreement with everyone who's spoken about this so far. I think. I mean, it's good to have versatility in any sport, but the fact that he's a solid enough batter and he is one heck of an uh, athlete, especially on first base, I've seen... God. That dude does stuff that I didn't see most first basemen do at his age right now. He's such a good athlete. Yeah, he's... And, again, Brother Martin product. We just produced the best. You got (laughs) Tom Dempsey... Not Tom Dempsey, sorry. Tom (laughs) Benson, sorry. And uh, DJ Augustine, you know? We're just the goats. Sure, I guess. I DJ agree. Uh, Trey, yeah, we, you all have Clyde over D'Lair. That's that's good enough. And and another running back we really don't want to mention on this podcast. Pass. No, we don't. No, him. no. Clyde's the gold boy. <laughs> we got Devery Henderson over here. Yeah, oh, nice. there you go. That's not. That's a good one. He won a national championship and a Super Bowl in Louisiana. Jake, Jake went to Texas, so he probably has. Yeah, some. I just take, like to give us a. I'll just claim Texas. Name. I'll take you know Patrick, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> Drew Brees, Kyler Murray. Yeah, like Mayfield, three of the last five Foles. Heisman winners. <laughs> yeah. Any Drew Brees, good or solid quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I'm gonna agree with you all. Trey Morgan has been fantastic. As much as I want to put Dylan Cruz, because man, he is so good. Like, I was Paul Maneri was talking about this on his post game presser. He was talking about how people were asking why isn't he bat fourth in this lineup, and I liked his answer. It was basically, look, if we have him first in the lineup, we basically start off with a run because <laughs> he trusts him so much to go out there and hit dingers. Um, but yeah, it has to be Trey. His defensive performances have been so good. He had an error, an error against uh, Nichols State, and I was so confused in the first inning. Then after that, never again. And I don't expect we'll see one for a long time. Let's hope. Um, have your thoughts on the ceiling of this team changed, Ronald? Not at all. And that's because, like I said, um, I had very, very high expectations for this team coming in. I thought it was World Series a bust, and they're still looking like they could, you know, go to the World Series. 
Jake? Yeah, I definitely wasn't as optimistic as Ronald coming into the season, but I think my expectations are near what he has now. They are in a very good position to like really build on what they have so far. Tyler? I'm, I'm definitely Omaha or bust, but getting to Omaha is one thing. You got to be an eight. I want to be a top eight seed. Yeah. That's yeah. what this team needs to do right now. That's mm-hmm. what this team feels to me like. This feels like an old school 90s LSU baseball team. I mean, they're hitting the cover off the ball. Yeah. yeah. That was one of my favorite things to do Uh, 2013 through 17 was wake up every morning in June, 11 a.m. when they released like the top eight regional seeds. I did that. Oh, yeah. No, that 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 just triggered a memory in my head. Um. The, I don't know why the, the NCAA tournament always fascinates me, like the road to Omaha. I guess it's because baseball has just so many teams. Yeah, like anything could happen. It's like March Madness. It is. It, I it's, think it's bigger than March I Madness. Like, I like, like it more 5, than March 000. Madness if I'm, if I'm being crazy here, a little bit more. Maybe because I like LSU baseball more than I like LSU basketball. That's probably why. Same. Yeah. Same. LSU baseball is like the second biggest sport on you campus. You walk it. Have you not seen the Intimidator? Yeah. Like I just, get all that. Dude, I, I don't know. Okay, me and my dad always went to LSU basketball games since I was a kid. And also, like, I don't know. It just holds a special place in my heart. I, Fine, then. No, I, yeah. I think uh, baseball is the second most successful sport in LSU besides, oh, yeah, besides yeah, like, track and field, I think. You think of basketball as, like, Pete Maravich, Def Dome, Shaq. And, like, that's it. Baseball, you got, what was his name? Um, Warren... Uh, Warren who had to hit the walk off in Oh, Warren Morris. Yes, yeah, Warren Morris. had to walk off oh. against Miami. Oh no, there's there's about there's, fifty other yeah, ones. Yeah. Baseball, it's it's just so different. Other like I just I don't know. I like I like a good bit of basketball. I always thought basketball is a good sport. I like basketball more than baseball generally, but I guess yeah, LSU. Like when it comes same. to LSU's, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, fair yeah I don't watch any MLB, but I watch a ton of NBA. So, um, any final thoughts on LSU baseball before we move on? Definitely a better direction than basketball. <laughs> Stop playing <laughs> double headers. Stop. Easily the best. Cancel. Cancel easily the best play. team on campus. Yes. But no, no, well, no. You, you're wrong. Well, you gonna know what? We're gonna jump. <laughs> we're gonna jump to that sport right now. We're gonna jump there. Let's talk about some LSU beach volleyball. We're gonna do these next three sports pretty briefly, and then we'll be done. Um, the LSU Tigers beach volleyball team are currently ranked number one in the country. Last year, they had just formed, and they were also number one in the country before COVID. Um, how crazy of a story is it for LSU Beach Volleyball that they came from nothing, and all of a sudden, they're the best in the country, Ronald? Yeah, that is crazy to me. And um, this actually reminds me of, I think it was two or three years ago, when the Las Vegas Golden Knights, like, yeah, they were, yep. just, they were an yep. expansion team, That's and a- out of nowhere, they're, like, right there in the Stanley Cup. Hey, good mm-hmm. on you. That's a good reference. I like that. Yeah, That's no, good you reference. don't usually see, like, Sweet. expansion teams have yeah. success. That's I like that. That's a good reference. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> Jake, were, were you, are you surprised by the just rapid rise? Well, of, of course. I mean, I can't really think of any other teams in sports history off the top of my head that went from non-existent to the best team Besides in the country. the Golden Knights, yeah. Yeah, but they did it, a, I would think, a different way than what uh, LSU Beach Volleyball has been doing. Hockey, they just kind of signed free agents that were already like certified pros and then the yeah, volleyball is a bunch of kids yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah they took they took they took in college kids. i mean like high schoolers and they and then they got good i don't know i'm impressed i'll put it that way yeah, i don't I, need to say much i'm impressed i, I love the rise the story of the, I, I think they call themselves the sand tigers <laughs> which i like that's actually that's, that's cool. pretty good um but I, I do have this question why are we so good at beach volleyball all of a sudden but our volleyball team just is never that amazing, Ronald? 
I mean, I, I honestly do not know. I mean, I feel like you would recruit similar, like, similarly between the between the two sports, right? Yeah. I mean, maybe I don't. I'm not. I don't know the in depth. What's what do you need in beach volleyball? What do you need in volleyball? I feel like beach volleyball is more more demanding because I mean, if you've yeah, ever run on harder. sand, that's the thing. It's that's what I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, it's it's okay. Maybe you can get some of those beach volleyball girls to go play for yeah, the Yeah, you'd be like, you don't want to play on the, the court? I mean, come on, man. It seems it's pretty easier. simple. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't Just know. take your shoes off. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> Jake, uh, why why does our volleyball team disappoint compares, compared to beach volleyball? Is there any explanation? I really can't find an answer that I could be so confident in as to explaining because they're on the surface, you know, to the untrained ear is the same sport just you know on a court or on sand mm-hmm. uh, the only reference i could make off the top of my head is futsal played in sand as opposed to soccer in america obviously played on grass or turf uh, those two sports demand very different things even though they're basically the same game i'm not sure if it would apply as much to volleyball since you're using your arms less than your feet but i don't know it's kind of puzzling how different the trajectories of both organizations are for LSU. Well, Jake got soccer into the pod. I respect yes. the hustle. <laughs> hey, I got to do one every pod. Yeah, you know what? I appreciate that. I better hear a soccer rat. That's your assignment now. If I don't hear it, <laughs> I dock your pay. That's how it's going to work for oh, now. No. Uh, any final thoughts on beach volleyball before we move on to the last two? Nope. I'm Keep hey, going. Man, I hope they win it all. Yeah, me it. too. Keep going. Yeah, add, add to our national championships. I think we're like top 10 in the country for like national champions, especially it's- track. Makes we sense. have so many in track that you just don't even know. That girl set the uh, set the record mm-hmm. for collegiate athletes, set the NCAA record. A Ma- years remember uh, Mondo Duplantis? Mm-hmm. He won. Mondo Duplantis is a top ten LSU athlete of all time. Yep. Ooh, that's a good thing to rank. Hey, mm-hmm. put that down for future Ooh, podcasts. That's definitely that's, that's going to be a tough one. Write that down. Write that down. Yeah, <laughs> write that down. All right. I have on. an idea list. <laughs> it's on there. Uh, let's move on to LSU gymnastics, who decided they wanted to be like LSU basketball and be disappointing. <laughs> Um, after being ranked number two early in the season, I think they've only dropped to number three after losing three straight. Gymnastics is weird. Um, the Tigers have lost three straight meets. You know, I'll start with Ronald because you've actually covered one of the meets for us. I mean, what's been going wrong with, I mean, you covered the Florida game, which, or the Florida meet, which was just so disappointing. What's going wrong for this, this team? Oh man, I, I really can't even put my finger on it. It's crazy because... You lose to Florida. There, it's number one versus number two. So I mean, there's no shame at all in losing that game. No, no team had scored 198 yet that year, and you do it, and you lose. That's just, yeah, you know, it's just unlucky. Yeah, yeah, exactly. and it really is unlucky. I feel like that's how it goes. Yeah, and speaking of that, um, Haley Bryant, who was the last leg of that um of LSU gymnastics on floor, when she fell, like that, pretty much ended the uh, meet right there. Yeah, and I feel like that. Fall is very representative of what they've been doing the last three games. Mm. You definitely are a mascot major. That was a good little reference, yeah. So you'd say uh, once they lost to Florida, they've lost the next three straight. Yep. You think that's a dip in confidence or just? I think you definitely have to say confidence. <sighs> yeah. The thing about it, the thing about it that's crazy to me is like, because it's kind of like baseball. Gymnastics kind of like baseball if you ever kept up with it because there's a regional, a super regional, and then you go to the super six and you play for the national championship. So I, I don't even know, like, losing three straight and still being number three, you're still going to host your regional, and then it doesn't – it just – I don't know if it matters. Look, their season isn't over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The they're three going, teams they've lost to are all ranked, so it's not like they lost to some random school who no one even knows. Um, they lost to Florida, Alabama, and Kentucky, Kentucky yep. which 
don't lose to Kentucky th- in anything that isn't basketball ever, LSU. Very true. <laughs> That's just disappointing. Yeah, I think they'll rebound. Um, I think it's just been kind of a disappointing couple weeks. I mean, this week they scored a, a below a, below a 197 for the first time since week one, and it's just I – th- I think confidence is the biggest thing. They lost that confidence when that fall happened. I think um, it's gonna. I think they're gonna be okay. Yeah, I think they'll be fine. I think they're kind of coasting right now. If I'm being completely honest with you, I think they just know that, like, okay, we're kind of a shoe in right now, and I think they want their. I think they want their shot back at Florida here. I think that's what they want mm-hmm. in reality. I think they're gonna whip out some crazy stuff, and they're gonna they're gonna go to Super Six, and win the whole thing. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I mean, LSU gymnastics has been phenomenal these last few years, and I think there's no doubt in quality that we have in this organization. So. I I would be shocked if this bad run of form continued going yeah, forward. Yeah, you know, this is a transition time for LSU. You know, they lost D.D. Bro. Um, you know, how long how long was she coaching? Like 30 years? It <sighs> Decades. Was 30, 40 years. 30, yeah. 40 years. I mean, you, you know, that's going to change some things on how some things are done. And, you know, when you're lacking confidence, as we say is po- probably the issue, you know, it's, it's easy to get confidence from a coach who's been doing this for 40 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, she knows what she's doing. Definitely a changing culture, too, I can imagine. Mm-hmm. Well, we can hope they will rebound. I mean, that, like I said, number three, after losing three straight, I said baseball was weirdly ranked. Jeez, <laughs> how do you do that? Imagine football losing three straight. Um, let's move on finally to LSU softball. At the time, the pod, uh, softball is currently 10-5. and five. They are ranked. I, I have them ranked 11th, but I believe the new rankings came out today. I think they're 13th. Uh, so lower than the baseball team is. Do y'all have any thoughts on the softball team? Have y'all watched any games of theirs this year? I actually did watch one, and it was guess who? UL Lafayette. Uh, of course. <laughs> and they're it's almost like you have too. a vendetta. Yeah. By the way, I, how does that work? Yeah, I was so surprised what when were I they saw number that? like eleven or something. They were yeah. some crazy number, and I was like, ULL. Good, hey, good on you. Good on you. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Look, they're, they're looking to join the SEC one day. <laughs> Psych. Hey, they got to beat hey. an SEC opponent first. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There you go. Thank you, Ronald. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's weird to me that Tulane was a founding member. You know, the SEC is weird. What? Uh, any thoughts, Jake? Not. I haven't been able to catch any games, truthfully. But what's it's good center, to hear the doing well. center fielder's name? I can't. I saw that catch, <laughs> dude. She apparently does this like every dude. game. Oh, no, uh, Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Yeah, she had a sister who also played center field, and she was equally as good. Because <laughs> um, the Beth Torino, whatever her the softball coach's name is, she said she had the honor of coaching both of them, and she uh, she thought flying wasn't real until she watched them two play, and I thought that was funny because <laughs> yeah. they are, they soar through the air to get that ball. I that, they it. were on. T- uh, she was on top ten uh, Sports Center. Yeah, that catch was crazy. Wow. That, that was, was awesome. Dude, I like I like LSU softball. I think they're good. So we'll see what happens. All right. Uh, any final thoughts about any other LSU sports? As of right now, tip-offs in 30 minutes for LSU basketball. Not must win. We're, we're calling it a must win. It is. Mm, nothing from the Harry Potter sport that we have? What's it called? Ooh, Quidditch? Quidditch. Quidditch, yeah, yeah. Have you seen any know. of those games? Hey, maybe we should, wait, wait, maybe wait, we should wait. get credentials to no. cover one of our Ronald, games. I'm yeah. dead serious. Quidditch, LSU Quidditch exists. I've been to a few of their games. They are intense <laughs> they're actually really fun to watch i will not hear right. any slander you know, we're gonna, st- we're gonna start them. sending jake to these games jake wants to go. hey you can even have my credential too <laughs> yeah, yeah. they're actually really fun I've, right. heard, I've heard they're fun i've heard they're really it's, fun yeah i mean i i just wish it was real quidditch it'd be a little bit more fun if they didn't have brooms running around <laughs> on the field i don't fake sport. Fake, fake news That's you know sport. what no it's a real sport 
I'll say it. Quidditch should be a, a D1 on the level of baseball sport. Ooh. I'll end you with a final uh, final thing. At halftime tonight's LSU basketball game, they'll be celebrating the 40th anniversary of the 1981 Final Four squad. Hmm. They <laughs> won't be there this year, so disappointing. <laughs> All right, well, that will wrap things up for us. Um, it was a good show. We got a lot of stuff done uh, for Ronald Riggs, for Tyler Viso, for Jake Barty, for Nathan Long. This has been the Hodges Huddle. <laughs>